Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. I am indeed the Savvy Traveler. You're listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. I'm Rudy Maxson. Nice to have you here. But one of the reasons we're America's favorite radio travel show and most widely syndicated radio travel show is because we have great guests. Coming up, we're going to talk with the man who started sign spotting, Doug Lansky, in just a moment. Jessica Fellows is a writer and speaker on Downtown Abbey. <laughs> Downton Abbey, excuse me. Downton Abbey, the BBC series that plays here on public television stations in the United States and is so ever popular. She's going to tell us some secrets of Downton Abbey. By the way, her uncle created Downton Abbey and writes many of the scripts. We'll be talking then with uh, uh, Mike Elliott, who's the director of the Marijuana Industry Group in Colorado. Apparently, we got new numbers about the number of folks who are flying to Colorado just to go a little shopping. And we'll talk about Ireland with John Anderson, who's a broadcaster from Ireland and a musician. I'll have some deals of the week if I can slip them in. Um, but first, let's take a quick look at some of this week's uh, news, travel and news. The Central American country, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Belize, the Central American country has closed its borders to anyone who might have been anywhere near countries where citizens risk being afflicted with Ebola. Belize refused to let a lab supervisor from a Dallas hospital get off a cruise ship so he could return to Texas. Even though he was symptom-free and in good health, she couldn't disembark. She's going to be returned to Texas via the cruise ship. It's been 20 days since she may have handled any lab material related to the patient who died at her hospital. And the incubation period for Ebola is 21 days. But Belize said, nope, they're not, she's not, not getting seven foot in our country. Meanwhile, Frontier Airlines is telling as many as 800 passengers who flew on the plane used by a, a Dallas, another Dallas nurse that they should contact the Centers for Disease Control. And Frontier has taken the plane that Amber Vincent flew between Texas and Ohio on October 10th and 13th out of service for a thorough cleaning. U.S. Airways apologized after refusing to hang up a non-commissioned officer's dress uniform jacket on a flight from Portland, Oregon to Charlotte, North Carolina. The officer wasn't flying first class. We're hanging up passengers' coats as routine, so ixnay on the hanging up the coat. The officer accepted the rejection quietly, but other passengers in first class offered the first sergeant their seats so he could hang up his coat. He refused politely. Those passengers got in a bit of a, well, there were some harsh words exchanged between first-class passengers and the flight attendant, though the first sergeant was not part of those heated conversations. Finally, a second flight attendant hung up his jacket, but a news report of the incident on a Charlotte television station led to more than a million people seeing the story about the incident. Don't you love social media? And that prompted U.S. US Airways to issue an apology. We simply didn't get this right, said a U.S. Airways spokesman, himself a military veteran. This, that was not indicative of the core values of our airline. Well, it's a feature in the travel section of many newspapers around the world, including those here in the United States. It's launched several books, including a new one this week. It's called Sign Spotting, and it's the creation of travel journalist Doug Lansky, who years ago began asking travelers to send him photos of amusing signs they saw while on the road. Many of those signs were obviously translation challenged in an amusing way. Uh, Doug joins us from his home in Stockholm. Doug, when did sign spotting start, and what hopes did you have for it then at the time? What did you think would happen with this? Was it going to be a three-year three thing? Hi, Rudy. Uh, yeah, okay. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you just fine. 
Great. So it started when I went traveling around the world and I came back with, well, I came back with some illnesses, a broken leg and a stack of photos that I was taking around to friends to show show what I've been doing for the last two years. And I noticed that they weren't all that interested after about five minutes of seeing another picture of me in front of some famous attraction, but they really enjoyed the funny sign photos I had taken. And I'd taken five or 10. And then as I continued to travel, I just kept my eye out for more and more. And in 1999, I set up a website. This was pre-WordPress where this kind of thing was very easy. I had to hire a guy and it took months to create a database so people could send in their their signs electronically. And over the years, since 1999, I've probably collected from you know great alert travelers who've just sent in their favorite funny sign photos. I've collected almost 50,000. So the book 50, that's coming out thousand. now. Yeah, Jeez. the book that's coming out now is like the best of the best of the best stuff. And it's published by Lonely Planet. It's called Ultimate Sign Spotting. Now, how many previous editions of Sign Spotting books have you issued? <laughs> this is book five. Book five. Amazing. They just keep selling. Are they available worldwide? I believe so. I think, yeah, they must be. Lonely Planet's worldwide now, so it's it's got to be. And one of the things you missed out, you said it's all these other things. It's also, I don't know if you recall this, it's also an art installation. I had a, We blew up 100 of the best signs, put them in downtown Stockholm, and we had 30,000 people a day that came down to look at this funny art exhibit. And then they wanted me to bring it to uh, Dubai, and I brought it to the Fringe Festival in, in, in Scotland, and I, I brought it all over the place. So it was like a traveling art exhibit for many years as well. And are you? I, I gather you are the one who who writes the funny comment under the picture. <laughs> That's my main contribution these days. Uh, so I'm, I write the pithy comments. Yes. So I'm I'm looking at one. I just opened uh, the new the, this new book, Ultimate Sign Spotting, to uh, one that says, "Please keep this is a sign somewhere." Uh, let's see, does it say where? In in Oregon City, apparently. Please keep an eye on your children. Otherwise, we'll be forced to send them home with a puppy and a double latte. <laughs> and your comment is, I believe the UN defines this as torture. Um, <laughs> there, here's a McDonald's, uh, one of the big M, yellow and green McDonald's things. And underneath, um, it says, try premium sea arch, oh, wrap. And they, somebody put a C in front of it, so it's crap. And you wrote Freudian slip or truth in advertising. Very funny. <laughs> this is Thank just, you. this is just... Uh, great. And you're still doing this, right? Then you're still sending these out. I'm still doing it. I know. It's like, I, I say it's like, it's highbrow toilet literature. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like eating candy page after page, looking at these very funny, funny, funny sign. Uh, yeah, here's a Rite Aid pharmacy and under the logo of the, you know, pneumonia shingles available. And as you write, just in case you forgot your shopping list, it's just, it's just a, a a, a great book, and these from all around the world. And uh, how many newspapers do you, do you suppose run sign spotting every week? I would say there's still about ten. I think we uh, at one point there was maybe fifteen or twenty, and I lost track. And I think there's about ten that still do it every week. And then there's many that do it now and again. When they get a really good one, they'll run it, huh? Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think you seem more knowledgeable on it than I do. Have um, you distributed? Yeah. Well, it just goes out um, by, by email, email to these various editors, and it sort of gives them – I just update them with the latest signs. And the thing is with travel sections around the world and the newspapers, they, the space has been it's shrinking. shrinking. Yeah. So, and, and you don't charge so, them for this, right? Uh, I think I, I charge them like you know, it's like five bucks or something. It's really minimal, and that's okay. just to kind of – really what it does is it pays my WordPress and hotel hosting, uh, you know, the, not the hotel, you know, the web hotel prices and it's it's not more than that okay all right well doug we're going to talk to you again next week because you are coming out with an ebook that basically is a summation of travel 
what you've learned about travel in your life. How many years have you been, have you been working on what, what on this new ebook? Yeah, I'm really excited about this. This is like uh, 10 years I started working on this thing. And it finally, it's coming out like uh, the week after next. And I'm super excited. I may even see if with your listeners, we might be able to release some copies a little bit earlier. Um, All right, and this is graphics. I mean, this is not a, your traditional ebook that's, you know, 300 pages of type. This is graphics, video, great fun stuff. We're going to have Doug Lansky back on next week. We'll spend a little more time with him and talk about that. Doug, thanks for joining me. Thanks. Looking forward to it. Take care, Rudy. We'll talk to Doug again next week. I'll be right back to, to talk all about Downton Abbey secrets. Rudy Max's world phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. LifeLock Ultimate Plus wants to help protect every member of the Rudy Max's world audience. Identity theft is now such a serious crime that not even law enforcement can stop it. Forbes says 20% of Americans have been affected by identity theft. So protect your identity, your bank and retirement accounts, credit cards, insurance policies, even the equity in your home with LifeLock Ultimate Plus, the most comprehensive identity theft protection by calling 800-877-3136. 800-877-3136. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. What makes a good thing even better? How about having twice as much of it? For a limited time, Boost Mobile now offers you double the high-speed data while dropping the price. Yes, double the high-speed data while dropping the price. Let that sink in for a second. Okay, now just to make sure you heard me right, Boost Mobile is now offering double the high-speed data while dropping the price. I'm not kidding. Unlimited talk and text. And now, with double the data starting at only $35 a month. That's lots of freaking data for not a lot of dough. Listen, you've got to get in on this double dose of data. Seriously, why pay more when you can pay less for twice as much? Hurry up. This offer will not last forever. Visit BoostMobile.com or your local Boost Mobile retailer for details. Offer ends 11-3-14. Boost has no annual contracts. Double the data from Boost previous offers. Offers and coverage not available everywhere and subject to change. Offer network use rules and other restrictions apply. Visit BoostMobile.com for details. Telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. It's 18 minutes after the hour, and this segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by our friends at Orbits.com, who would like to remind you that everybody knows vacations are instantly rewarding. They involve instant relaxation, maybe instant tan lines, or maybe an instant margarita buzz. And with the Orbits Rewards program, the payoff comes just as quickly when you earn free hotel nights faster as you earn rewards instantly when you buy flights, hotels, and vacation packages at Orbits.com. And you can earn even more when you book on the Orbits mobile app, 5% on hotels, 2% on flights. Join Orbits Rewards today at Orbits.com slash rewards and get instant vacation gratification. That's Orbits.com slash rewards, or you can go to the radio show website, RudyMaxa.com, and look under sponsors for our link. Are you a fan of Downton Abbey? 
Seems like a lot of people are. A lot of people are. Jessica Fellows knows a whole lot about Downton Abbey. She is a uh, UK-based journalist, writer, and speaker. She's written three books on the making of and sort of behind the scenes of that television series. She has unusual entree. I don't think she'll mind me saying. She is the niece of the series creator, writer, and executive producer, Lord Julian Fellows. Jessica Fellows joins us from the United Kingdom. Jessica, nice to have you on the show for the first time. Very nice to be here. Thank you. And you have a brand new companion book out, which is called A Year in the Life of Downton Abbey, that is uh, coming out in the United States in about 10 days, I understand. Yeah, very soon. Yeah, yeah I'm very excited. All right, well, tell, tell us a couple things we don't know about Downton Abbey. Uh, well, I mean, it's a, fun, it's a funny question, that, because my life's work is really finding out all the secrets about Downton Abbey and then putting them in the book, so, you know, in order for everyone to find them out. Uh, and that's what I, that's what I like to do. Because Julian likes to not explain absolutely everything on the show. You know, he likes to sort of drive people to the history books and, and that sort of thing. But there are some quite fun behind-the-scenes um, tidbits. One of the things that's always made me laugh a lot is that um, when the show began, it was set in 1912, and all of the actresses have to wear corsets. And the, uh, the actress Leslie Nichol, who plays Mrs. Patmore, always says, I'd... I have to do everything in a corset, and it doesn't even look like I've got one on. <laughs> they're, such, they're such a pain to wear. But the one actress, secretly, who doesn't wear one is Maggie Smith, uh-huh. who plays the Dowager Countess, which I always find hilarious because she's the one who most looks like she's got one on. Um, right, and, 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 and does she not wear one because she simply doesn't want to wear one and she can get away with it? She's just, I think she's just got to that stage in her life and career where if she doesn't want to wear a corset, she's just jolly well not going to wear one. So right. Her costume's been cut very cleverly. Uh, and then the other, the other um, thing that was a surprise to me, which I only found out quite recently, was that the character Thomas Barrows, who's our rather sort of scheming footman, was originally supposed to be killed off at the end of the first season, but... Julian and the producers liked the actor and liked the work that he did so much that he stayed in. And of course, now he's really a very central part of the show. Yeah. Uh, do you and think? The last do you think? Thing pa- I thought of which, um, which might be surprising for people to know is that the two warring sisters, Edith and Mary, are in fact best friends in real life and became they, they shared an apartment together after they met on the show. So just goes to show what good actors they really are. How many episodes uh, is, is is there in a season of Downton Abbey? Well, it's a slightly different thing. We do it slightly differently in the UK and the US. Everybody sees exactly the same thing. But what's different is that when we watch the show in England, we watch it on commercial TV, so we have ad breaks. And when yes. you watch it in America, because you have the joy of watching it on PBS all the way through with no ad breaks at all. I noticed that when what I... What that does do is affect the timing. So it means that they've edited the episodes slightly. So you get slightly fewer episodes than, than we do, but you see exactly the same thing. So is it is a traditional run here might be 13 or 19 weeks. What? How many episodes are there generally? You don't have to give me a specific number, oh, but I mean, are they doing well, 26? Uh, um, or? It's nine for us, seven for you, I think. So, which seems very short, I know, for an American... Um, Series, but it takes it takes a long time to film the show. They're effectively filming a, a mini feature film with each episode. Each episode takes them about three weeks to film. So they're filming for most of the year, from uh, sort of end of February to beginning of March, uh, August. 
Okay. But then you've got pre-production and post-production. So the, one of the main producers on the show, Liz Truebridge, has not had more than a three-week break a year since the show began five years ago. We're getting the secrets of Downton Abbey by, from a woman a journalist and uh, a woman who knows. Jessica Fellows is a writer. She speaks about Downton Abbey to groups, of, for example, of, of Americans who come to uh, go to the U.K. She's actually going to be speaking at the National Press Club in Washington, D.C. coming up. When are you coming up there, Jessica? I'm looking on, on October 28th. No, that's when your book comes out. You're speaking at the National Press Club in yes, D.C. on November 5th. Right. And then you're going to be in Delaware at an antiques fair speaking, right? Yeah, at Winterthur Museum, and Winterthur Museum has been running the most wonderful exhibition of Downton costumes all year. It's been the most successful exhibition they've ever had. Um, and I spoke there in April, and they very nicely asked me back to speak there on November the 6th. I'm really looking forward to that. Absolutely gorgeous place. And if you're a Downton Abbey fan, uh, um, Jessica's third book called A Year in the Life of Downton Abbey is coming out in about 10 days. I'm sure you can get it or pre-order it on Amazon right now. Now, when you do these, Jessica, are you invited to hang around the set or do you? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't pass up, you know, that kind of opportunity at all. And I do, I go and spend about, I'd probably spend about four or five days um, with the actors, um, on the, the, they, there's a read-through before they begin filming, which is when they just all show up just to literally read through the first four or five episodes of the new season. Uh, and and they're, all just, they're not there in costume or anything. And I, I really like that because that's when everybody kind of greets each other. They haven't seen each other since the, the last season wrapped. Um, and so that was really fun, like going, going there, for example, uh, at the beginning of the read-through for the second season when they'd all wrapped at the end of the first series, they didn't know then whether the show was going to be a hit or a flop. Sure. Uh, so, you know, in the meantime, suddenly this extraordinary reaction occurred, you know, so when they, they'd all said goodbye to each other as sort of jobbing actors, you know, and when they said hello again, they were all global superstars. <laughs> so, yeah, what a happy, know, no happy thing. Out. Now, I, I will tell our audience I was in London this week uh, and a bit of last week, and I, and I had the pleasure of uh, having a glass of wine with Jessica or two. And I, didn't you tell me, Jessica, was it you who told me the story of uh, that, that some people go to the uh, estate that is, uh, that is Downton Abbey or serves as Downton Abbey in the TV series? Yeah, absolutely. And, there's, there's, well, it's all of the above stairs scene, so where the family lives, it's all um it's mostly filmed at Highclere Castle, which is in Berkshire, not very, not that far from London. And it's a privately owned estate. Um it's been lived in by the Carnarvon family, the Earls of Carnarvon for about the last five hundred years. Uh and Julian knew the house before they began filming there and he was keen to to set it there. Uh, and the producers and the art directors liked it. It's because it's got that very dramatic Gothic look. It doesn't look like sure. a Jane Austen Georgian house. You know, it's very different and it's very striking. Uh, but for anybody who's jealous of people who get to live in a house like that, it, I would tell you that it is freezing cold. It's one of the coldest places you've ever been. It sits on the top of a hill. It doesn't matter where you are, the wind seems to catch you in any direction. And when it's hot everywhere else, it's still cold there. And when it's cold everywhere else, it's absolutely freezing. <laughs> <laughs> but it's I well think, worth a visit. I mean, it's just, as it looks on the screen, it's how it is in real life, you know. So it's it's really quite fun to go and look around it. And I think you told me that, some, that you've had visitors from other countries who have gone there and expect to see basically the cast hanging out. Well, yeah, unfortunately, they won't see the cast. They don't actually live there all year round. But, I mean, you know, there's quite a few places you can go. 
and have a look. I mean, all of the village scenes are filmed in um, a very pretty place called Bampton in Oxfordshire, which is not that far from where I live. Um, and what's really nice about that is that the people who live in Bampton, you know, have slightly had this phenomenon happen to them. You know, they've all just right. been living quite happily in this, you know, pretty <laughs> village for years, and now suddenly it's Downton Abbey. But they've all responded to it with such grace and charm. Uh, and if you go there, you know, the local librarian will take you around the village and tell you all the stories, and, you know, they, they're really enjoying it. So that's fantastic. And I think that's partly down to the fact that the producers and the actors and everybody are so nice to work with. They've made it a very pleasant experience for anybody who gets involved. All right, we'll get uh, Jessica Fellows' uh, newest book. Have it near you, right there on the sofa as you watch Downton Abbey. The book is called A Year in the Life of Downton Abbey. Uh, this is her third book on that, so you can find the other two as well. They've been bestsellers here in the United States, as I'm sure they were in the U.K. Jessica, uh, very nice to have you aboard, and uh, we welcome you to the United States when you get here in the uh, in, uh, next couple of weeks to speak at the Press Club and, and in, in Wilmington, and uh, I appreciate your dropping by today. Thank you. Thank you very much, Rudy. You as well. Jessica Fellows is a journalist and author and speaker. And uh, thanks to the fact that her uncle, Lord Julian Fellows, started this little series called Downton Abbey, she's produced three books about it. Stick around in Rudy Max's world. We'll be right back. We're going to go to Ireland this time. Now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Everybody knows vacations are instantly rewarding. Instant relaxation, instant tan lines, instant margarita buzz. With the Orbitz Rewards program, the payoff comes just as quickly. Earn free hotels faster when you earn rewards instantly on flights, hotels, and vacation packages. And you can earn even more when you book on the Orbitz mobile app. 5% on hotels, 2% on flights. Join Orbitz Rewards today at Orbitz.com slash rewards and get instant vacation gratification. That's Orbitz.com slash rewards or look under sponsors at RudyMaxa.com. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Well, the tourism business is booming in Colorado. Booming, I tell you. Numbers have come out that indicate that, well, there was a 20, 11% decline in business trips nationwide um, in 2013. There was a 4% increase in business travel to Colorado, a 5% increase in visitor spending over 2012, last year in Colorado, and a record 64.6 million visitors again in 2013. We have talked before 
about the effect of the legalization of marijuana might have on tourism to Colorado. Mike Elliott is the executive director of the Marijuana Industry Group in Colorado. We thought we'd have him back on and talk about this uh, a little more. I noticed, Mike, first of all, welcome back to the show. Hi, Rudy. Thanks for having me back. Now, I noticed that in the uh, Denver Business Journal, um, though they do acknowledge that people who are coming for outdoor activities, which has traditionally been Colorado's big draw, has been flat, they give all kinds of credit for trips to casinos, visits to cities, attendance to special events, relaxation at resorts, and combined in business leisure trips. They give all the credit to that for this increase in tourism. But then I click over the report in the same study in the Denver Post, and they say Peyton Manning, legal weed, Dale Chihuly, the glass sculptor who uh, has a big installation at the Denver Botanic Gardens, elephants and hippos. I guess it has to do with the zoo. Um, do you have any numbers, do you have any sense of whether the uh, legalization of marijuana in Colorado has led to this increase in tourism? We have some numbers. It's been tough to get really precise numbers. because Yeah, because you don't know how many people uh, are coming for other reasons and then, by the way, stopping by to buy something. Exactly. You know, people travel for all sorts of reasons. You know, Colorado is a great destination for all the reasons that you just highlighted, but... You know, one of the biggest international stories right now is Colorado uh, having open sales for anyone 21 and up. And that's certainly created a lot of publicity, a lot of awareness, and it's certainly a factor. I think it's hard to argue with, but so many of these tourism offices are, it's like they're scared to talk about it. Yeah, I've noticed that. And I can understand, I mean, there's there's a fear, and it's tough to know, you know, we can't be very precise with what the effect is, but... In general, there's been, I think, a bit of denial that this is having any effect at all because you know, a lot of these folks have, uh, I, I guess it's almost been like YTK, of a lot of people predicting disaster, and then it's, it's been a big nothing uh, in many well, ways, I, or, you know, there hasn't been a disaster. Yeah, I can understand why a tourism bureau might not want to be running t- television ads or print ads overseas or in the United States and come to Colorado, you can buy all the dope you want here. I mean, that, you know, that doesn't... I, I know that's still a touchy thing for some uh, some people, but do they mention it ever in anything? I have not seen any of the tourism offices really talk about it. I've started to get invited, though, to a number of conferences. I mean, uh, there are conferences going on here regularly, and now it seems like the regular thing that every a part of every one of these conferences is a panel on marijuana policy and tours of marijuana businesses. And so, and these are, you know, I keep hearing it over and over again that these are some of the best conferences or best panels that people have seen. And these tours are uh, are really popular because it really defies people's expectations. When you, when you go into one of these facilities and you see that it's it's professional, it's oftentimes large, and there's lighting and security, and you know, we've got a sea to sale tracking system with RFID tags and you know all these different points that I think people envision like a, an elaborate basement. And, no, these are professional businesses like a brewery or anything else that you can imagine. And a lot of money has gone into making these professional. And are are the number of, of retail outlets growing? Is there a limit? Is there a cap to the number that can be permitted or no? So there's talk about capping the number statewide, but it's, it's certainly growing right now. Uh, Aurora just recently had their first marijuana business open up um, for recreational sales. Now, that's the third biggest city in Colorado is Aurora. 
and uh, they didn't take part in medical, so they didn't have any businesses. This is their first business. And then this, uh, for the next election, we're going to have a series of local campaigns where cities and counties will be deciding whether they're going to allow marijuana, uh, license marijuana businesses or not. They, you know, they can make that determination and they can opt out if they want, but they don't have the, the option of, of banning like possession or consumption. They, they can only choose, you know, who's going to be selling it, the, the licensed businesses or, or the black market is, is the way I put it. And that's the main reason why I think we should have licensed businesses, because we don't want people like Al Capone selling it here. Uh, but How many retail uh, outlets or establishments are there in Denver? Well, um, it's, it's been tough to know because they're uh, statewide. Let me do that number for you. There's about okay. 200 state retail marijuana store licenses. Okay. So all for recreational sales, there's about 200 in the state, and I imagine that about half of them are in Denver. Uh, okay. It's tough to know, though, because you're going to open a business, you have to have a state and a local license, and it's tough to see. You know, they've got a state license, but maybe they don't have a local. So these numbers, it's hard to be too precise, but about 100. Okay. All right. Well, Michael, uh, uh, Mike, uh, thank you for dropping in. We're going to follow this over the years because you certainly are, you and the state of Washington certainly are, cutting the water on this. And I thank you for dropping by again today. I'm happy to do it again. So thank you, Rudy. Mike Elliott is the executive director of the Marijuana Industry Group in Colorado. It's obviously a trade organization for the retail establishments that are selling marijuana in various forms in Colorado. Uh, and Colorado is seeing record tourism. How much is attributable to uh, legalization of marijuana? Well, probably some of it, but it's really hard to measure. And certainly the tourism industry or the Tourism Association of Colorado is not giving it any credit. When we come back, John John Anderson from Ireland will drop by. Give us a wee of the the green. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. LifeLock Ultimate Plus wants to help protect every member of the Rudy Max's world audience. Identity theft is now such a serious crime that not even law enforcement can stop it. Forbes says 20% of Americans have been affected by identity theft. So protect your identity, your bank and retirement accounts, credit cards, insurance policies, even the equity in your home with LifeLock Ultimate Plus, the most comprehensive identity theft protection by calling 800-877-3136. 800-877-3136. If you've got aches and pain and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to Dave talk about Relief Factor 4. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor 4 and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information or to order Relief Factor 4, go online at relieffactor4.com. That's relieffactor4.com. What makes a good thing even better? How about having twice as much of it? For a limited time, Boost Mobile now offers you double the high-speed data while dropping the price. Yes, double the high-speed data while dropping the price. Let that sink in for a second. Okay, now just to make sure you heard me right, Boost Mobile is now offering double the high-speed data while dropping the price. I'm not kidding. Unlimited talk and text. And now, with double the data starting at only $35 a month. That's lots of freaking data for not a lot of dough. Listen, you've got to get in on this double dose of data. Seriously, why pay more when you can pay less for twice as much? Hurry up. This offer will not last forever. 
Visit BoostMobile.com or your local Boost Mobile retailer for details. Offer ends 11-3-14. Boost has no annual contracts. Double the data from Boost's previous offers. Offers and coverage not available everywhere and subject to change. Offer network use rules and other restrictions apply. Visit BoostMobile.com for details. Everybody knows vacations are instantly rewarding. Instant relaxation, instant tan lines, instant margarita buzz. With the Orbitz Rewards program, the payoff comes just as quickly. Earn free hotels faster when you earn rewards instantly on flights, hotels, and vacation packages. And you can earn even more when you book on the Orbitz mobile app. 5% on hotels, 2% on flights. Join Orbitz Rewards today at Orbitz.com rewards and get instant vacation gratification. That's Orbitz.com rewards or look under sponsors at RudyMaxa.com. Are you suffering from itchy skin? It's terrible. The itch you can't seem to scratch, being miserable and uncomfortable. You just want immediate relief that lasts. You need TriCalm. It's new and not like the same old itch products in your medicine cabinet. Dermatologist recommended TriCalm relieves itchy skin in minutes and it's backed by the itch-free guarantee. If Tricom doesn't stop your itch, just mail them the empty tube and they'll send you a full refund. Tricom comes in a blue and white box in the first aid aisle at CVS, Walgreens, and other fine retailers. Get Tricom today and get relief. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back. You may have heard me mention the other day that in November we're going back. I think this is our, is this our fourth time to Ireland. We're going to do a couple shows out of Ireland coming up. John Anderson is one of Ireland's most widely experienced TV and radio producers and directors. He's also a broadcaster and an award-winning composer and writer. And he's actually here on terra firma in the United States. Uh, what You're down You're down in Atlanta celebrating St. Patrick? Uh, it's not St. Patrick yes. Day yet, John. I don't know if you got the memo. Yes. Um, it's uh, As you can probably hear from the background, this is not St. Patrick's Day. I'm at the Stone Mountain Highland Games. Uh, because the whole oh, Highland Games. Yeah, the Highland Games. And it so uh, I know Highland Games are, are certainly indigenous to Ireland, but what, what, are, what are you doing in Georgia with Highland Games? <laughs> well, um, I'm here with Tourism Ireland. And um, they're doing a promotion here. And amongst the promotion that they're, they've brought to Georgia is the whole St. Patrick's thing that I'm working on and uh, with Voices of Ireland. And we tell, um, all right, wait a minute. Let's do one thing at a time. Before we get into Voices of Ireland and St. Patrick's, would you explain to our audience what, what the Highland Games are, what that means? Okay. Highland Games is uh, it's just a phrase to describe Scottish games. Anything to do with Scotland, Scots Irish, or pure Scots, and it is there's so many Americans who actually don't realise that their name comes from first of all the Scots who lived in Scotland, then the Scots who emigrated into the north of Ireland, and then they started to come to America as long ago as the uh, 1600s. And basically had the country built by the time the, um, the great emigrations all started. And the Highlands so, um, game involved things like lifting up a heavy rock and seeing how long, how does. far you can carry it, uh, high, uh, dancing, <laughs> that sort of thing, right? It, it's, yes, there's Highland dancing, there's pipe bands, as you can hear, unfortunately. But there's things like tossing the caber is the one you're talking about. That's where they throw a pole, which is about the size of a large telegraph pole. And uh, it's, it's, it's not running um, athletics like tracks and field events that we would 
normally talk about. They throw things like huge cannonballs high in the air. So it's a, a macho alpha male type of games. But it's great fun. It's great fun. Yeah, so that's what you're doing down in Georgia. You're recreating a Highland game here, Highlands game here in the United States. Now, what are you, you're, you're talking about a musical thing having to do with St. Patrick. What is that about? Okay. Um, it's a festival that I'll be directing next year. Um, St. Patrick is probably the most famous Christian saint in the world. There's no question of that. But sure. I, I believe it's time to reclaim St. Patrick. Um, it's not all about ginger beards and, um, you know, having parties and shillelaghs and leprechauns. Uh, if it hadn't been for St. Patrick, there wouldn't be any Christianity today. That's my firm belief. So on St. Patrick's Day, instead of the usual sort of party time, what I'm hoping to do, my passion is choral music, Ruby. And what I'm hoping is that American choirs, or choirs from all over the world, will be coming to join us in the unique St. Patrick's Day, because there's only one St. Patrick's First Church, and that's in Armagh. So we're having a concert there. Oh, that's Cathedral, by the way. It's his first church. But it's also where Brian Baru is buried. You'll have heard of Brian Baru. No, I do not know who Brian Baru is. What? Who is Brian Baru? I know, it's shocking, but I don't know who he is. He's a legendary hiking of Ireland. Oh, Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, he fought the Vikings. and It was um, was one of the most serious, feared names in Irish history. All right, so this is in March of next year. You're going to have have choruses from all over the world coming to uh, the town of Armagh, to the cathedral? Well, yes, but then even more, the more unique thing, Rudy, is the second night it will be in Downpatrick, where the saint is actually buried. And the dream, or it's, our dream is that on that night we will have a graveside vigil, vigil with all the singers, and yes. this whole thing will be broadcast live on YouTube. So okay. the world will see it. Okay. Okay. Well, we're gonna we're gonna seek out of this segment with a little bit of music, John, from a choral group from Ireland. John Anderson is uh, my guest. He is a TV and radio producer. He's putting together um, a choral uh, celebration of of St. Patrick for March of 2015 in Ireland. You got got a little music you can play, or is it too close to the bumper here? choral music to take us out here. We'll be right back in just a moment here in Rudy Max's world, and uh, I'm going to have some deals of the week for you. Don't go away. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Join Rudy Maxa. Call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. It is 52 minutes after the hour. Well, Bermuda was hit uh, Friday afternoon and evening by a Category 2 hurricane named Gonzalo. Brought winds of 110 miles per hour. And as of Saturday morning, my understanding is that about 50% of the island had no power. But the storm had passed Bermuda by sunrise Saturday morning. 
unless you think uh, all the travel news this week, we've had a lot of, you know, between Ebola and, well, that's enough. Uh, unless you think it's all bad news, consider this. This has been the mildest hurricane season in Florida in 25 years. That state has now been hurricane-free for almost 30, 33, is that possible, 3,300 days? Is that possible? It's like nine years. Has Florida not had a hurricane in nine years? Hmm. <laughs> Carnival Cruise Lines this week announced uh, its early 2015 lineup of musicians. It's part of the Cruise Lines live concert series. Journey, Rascal Flats, Little Big Town, Smokey Robinson, and Sticks are the headliners for the first part of the year. Now, one or more artists is featured each month um, on ships that dock at Cozumel, Nassau, and St. Thomas. They give concerts in those places. Carnival sells seven-day cruises to the Caribbean at prices starting around four ninety-nine per person. And then the concert tickets are additional, but they're pretty cheap, 35 to $60 for general admission. Or if you're a big high roller and want to impress somebody, you can get the VIP tickets for $125 to $250 tickets, and you'll be seated in the front four rows. You'll have a meet-and-greet with the artist and a souvenir picture to leave your grandchildren. Let's do some Deals of the Week. Uh, yeah, Deals of the Week sounder. There it is. Half-register. Very fancy hotel in the south of France. You always want to go to the south of France? Well, you know, it's off-season now, but it's still traditionally more mild than here. And on Saint-Jean-Cap-Ferrat Saint is the Royal Riviera. I've been to this hotel, never been lucky enough to stay in it, but uh, I was invited by someone poolside and spent the day swimming there. They've got a deal. Okay, it's $490 a night. Does that sound like a deal? Well, it includes accommodations in double room, of course. Daily buffet breakfast, daily dinner at their gourmet restaurant, excluding beverages. That's not bad. For two people, by the way. Uh, use of the outdoor heated swimming pool, so you'll be able to swim, you know, no matter what the weather is outside. You'll have uh, free parking with valet service, free Wi-Fi. Uh, 490's all in. Includes your value-added tax and service. Um, two nights? No, that's about it. That's everything. 490 bucks. But when you include that daily dinner, that's a pretty good deal. Pretty good deal. If you're headed to Thailand, Hilton is inviting you to save 25% on your stays in Thailand. If you book online by November 30th, for stays April 5th, through April 15th of next year. So you've got a pretty long, pretty big window for this one, through April 15th of next year. These are fully prepaid rates, by the way. So once you commit to it, you're going to have to go complete your stay. They're not going to send you any money back if your plans change. But Hilton, i, I got to say something about Bangkok. You know, it's one of my favorite cities, and uh, hotel prices there are generally inexpensive. So I decided, oh, by the way, here's some Hilton prices. In Bangkok, you can stay at the Hilton, perfectly nice, very nice hotel, very nice hotel for $93 a night. And at the... Uh, uh, beach Resort of uh, Pattaya, it's $144 a night. So I thought I'd look at some luxury hotels there. Uh, not that Hilton is a luxury hotel. The hotels in Bangkok are f breathtaking. But the prices are amazing. The Hotel Sukhothai. The Hotel Sukhothai is so elegant, I can't tell. This hotel in the Caribbean would be easily over $1,000 a night. In New York City, it would be $700 a night. It's $130 a night in Bangkok, the Sukhothai. The Four Seasons Hotel is only $199 a night. Where do you find? Where else do you find Four Seasons for 199 a night? Peninsula Hotel, 256 a night. The Grand Hyatt, 133 a night. And you'll save 30% on weekends. The most legendary hotel there is on the Chow Phraya River. It's called the Oriental, the Mandarin Oriental Hotel. It's 434 a night. But again, that's a hotel that would cost a thousand bucks anywhere else. So, uh, if you're going someplace where you want to stay in a really, really nice hotel and get a bargain, Bangkok is your city. Eva Air. That's the airline out of Taiwan, EVA. EVA. EVA Air is launching premium, a premium economy sale through October 31st. But it's good for travel through May of 2015 if you book at evaair.com. 
sample fares. Again, this is premium economy. So you get more leg room. You get, you know, you get a little few extras. L.A. to Taipei round trip, $1,600. New York City to Taipei round trip, less than $1,800. And, of course, Eva Hair has a very extensive network throughout Asia, so you can get continuing flights to Asia. Very good deal for a premium economy seat. And it's a long flight. You'll appreciate premium economy. Again, you've got to buy your tickets back to October 31st. Good for travel through May 2015. Now, if you can book really quickly for this weekend, Sunday, October 19th, and you want to travel Eastern Europe, Poland's Lot Polish Airlines, that's the full name of it, Lot Polish Airlines, has got what they call their crazy fares promotion. New York to Warsaw or Chicago to Warsaw, round trip, $696, all in taxes, everything. You can go to Western Ukraine by connecting uh, through Warsaw, 728 round trip. Listen to this, to Tel Aviv. You want to go to Tel Aviv? Fly Lot. Go th- connect through Warsaw, $732 round trip from New York, 812 from Chicago. That's amazing. Your travel window is November 2nd to December 13th or January 13th to March 22nd. Uh, but again, those prices, you've got to pick them up by uh, uh, the end of this weekend, Sunday. Oh, got a quick one, quick one, quick one, quick one here, quick one, quick one. Virgin America, is, if you aren't a member of their frequent flyer program and you think you're going to fly them, they're going to give you... Uh, uh, a 500 bonus point bonus uh, for just for signing up, and 2,500 to 7,500 points depending on your ticket class after your first flight. This promotion lasts until the end of the year. You can find information by going to loyaltymademedoit.com. Loyaltymademedoit.com. And if you're going to fly Virgin America, pick up some extra points right in the front. Coming to the end of uh, two hours of our show. Nice to have you here. Hope we'll get to it all together next weekend. Jeff Ryder is my engineer. Thank you for uh, sending my voice through the air. My executive producer is Janet Savina mcdonald Have a lovely week. Hope to see you again here next weekend. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing Must Hear Radio on the SSI Radio Network.